Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Uh, I once made my eyeball look like a vagina and got banned on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> got banned off Facebook. I remember that. Oh, dear. Online at owlstalk.co.uk, you're listening to Owls Talk FM. Right. Well, what was that face for? I've got sniffles. You're <laughs> just literally staring into like, space. Yeah, no, it's because I was trying to think, do I sniff it up or let it just drip out? So if I sniff it up, sniff it up, the, re- the readers stroke listeners will hear it. <laughs> so, so instead you just stared into space? I don't know what it is. Like, I just woke up a couple of days ago and my nose was just like literally running non-stop all day. Like some mad allergy reaction or cold or something. I don't mean just like, you know, like when you got cold and your nose runs. I mean, it's it were pouring out all day long. It's got. Oh, the- <laughs> but that's Steve. That's Steve. Yeah. Jesus. Oh dear. Fine. <laughs> Fine. Right. Fine. Then. That was possibly the worst start to a podcast ever. It is staying yeah. in. What? So what episode are we on? Do we know? No. Don't matter, does it? Eighteen, I think. Is it? Yeah. In seventeen years. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> Although, to be fair, this is uh, in sequence. We're only just over a week away from the last one. More like a year from the one before it. I think this is a third one this year. Jesus, we um, need to be more regular. Let's not start that conversation again. We did, we did that one last week, did we? <laughs> yeah, yes. Let's just update the listeners uh, about last week because you'll have to remind me because I have no recollection of it whatsoever. I think we started off the podcast like this, just casually drinking Fosters. Yeah. Which is how many? What's the percent on that? Four or something? Is it? Yeah. Fizzy four. Fizzy I, I, four. I purposefully get it when I know you're coming because you can't it's, handle beer. <laughs> so we started off on the Fosters. Uh, and by the time the podcast had finished, which were like an hour and a half later, because there was so much to talk about, uh, I think we'd gone through quite a few cans, and then we celebrated, didn't we? <laughs> celebrated doing the podcast. We celebrated finishing the podcast. With, with chicken, pizza, yeah. and Jack Daniels. Yes, yeah. Have you got any Jack Daniels left? <laughs> I hope not. Come on. So, so yeah, just to uh, complete that whole story, by about... What time did we record it? Four o'clock? Yeah, I think by about midnight... You were swimming across the living room floor. Possessed by Jesus. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. It was a good night. Crying about being the second coming. Excellent. I really enjoyed that night. It was good. The chicky was excellent. Hot sauce was terrible. Yes, we tried uh, four different types of hot sauce. Yeah. I might, put, I might actually put that video out. I've still got the video of it because I filmed it on my GoPro. I wouldn't um, mind seeing what that's like, actually. It's a bit mental. <laughs> it's got, it's got because me. I don't know. What state were you in? I, I was drunk at the end of the night, but yeah, not, yeah. not bad. I think I was very drunk when we were doing the taste test review of the hot sauces I wasn't as bad as the week was it the week before when you came round after we'd been to Kellam Island don't remember that either (laughs) (laughs) don't remember that at all was that when I was uh, down at Kellam Island and we were drinking espresso martinis with one finger up in the air you say we you you were drinking espresso martinis can't get enough of them can't get enough of them they're so nice they are so nice I love them drinks and the flange fans yeah so the Owls Talk podcast 
slightly more sober than last time. Yeah, let, let's try and get into it because I think it was about 14 minutes before we got into right. actual football stuff last time. Okay. And we're already four minutes in. All right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the Owls Talk podcast. We've let it go to shit. Um, we're recording this on Sunday. It was the Derby game yesterday. Um, did you watch it, Neil? No. Did you go? No. No, I watched it. Yeah. I watched it on, on the oh, sorry, I internet. Did, I, I did watch it on the internet. Um, I didn't go. Yeah. It was uh, an experience to watch that. It was how how like exciting was it that we got Westwood back and Leuven's back and you know Carlos had finally been getting all these injured players back. The problems that we've had in defence over the last few weeks. It made some changes to the starting lineup, didn't it? So he made he made quite a few changes um, compared to recent weeks. And uh, I think I posted an announced talk last week that the first 15 minutes would essentially determine everything yeah and it did and the first four minutes determined yeah. everything it was good to see Leuven's back in a Wednesday shirt weren't it for <laughs> four minutes <laughs> but uh, yeah didn't expect that I'll be honest I didn't expect no, that no but I, I was literally sat watching um, I was doing something else at the time on, on my iPad I had it on the computer at the side of me yeah and literally just went oh fuck and Rachel was sat next to me, like, what's up? I'm like, we've lost already. Like, yeah, it is literally game over, isn't it? Yeah. Four minutes. That reminds me of when Kevin Pressman got sent off, like, early on. In That's still a record, isn't it? Yeah, I think Was so. It... I tried I tried finding it on YouTube, I can't find it. Was it 13 seconds or something like that? I can't remember. It were it were unbelievable. Um, but yeah, kick off, Leuven's get sent off. Yeah. Penalty, goal. Game over. Game over. And then it's just... I expected a bit more backs-to-the-wall kind of stuff, um, but, but we did seem to still try and go for it. And, yeah, yeah. And, and for, for whenever we had possession, we tried a decent passing game. Yeah, I think uh, as performances go, it's it, <clears throat> probably one of the better ones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah amazingly enough. Um, Westwood, I think, he probably... Well, properly... What's the name of that DJ place. on Radio 1 that plays all that gangster shit? Tim Westwood. Yeah. I always think of him when someone says Westwood <laughs> to me. Brap, 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 boing, boing, boing. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> what's, what's that? Boing, boing, boing. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> that goes on even longer than I thought. Um... Yeah, he, he properly earned his place. Yeah. I, th- I think I counted something like five one-on-ones with him in, yeah. in the first half. Yeah. And that kind of shows you how open we were playing, because we, we essentially didn't cover the hole that Leuven's left. No. We just let him <laughs> go straight through it. There was uh, there was some debate as to whether Westwood handled the ball outside the box as well. Yeah. Uh, but I think when the extended highlights came on the Tinternet um, on YouTube, then people could have a proper look at it, and it looked all right. Don't know, yeah. I can't tell. And on the flip side of that as well, there was kind of three penalty shouts that we had. And yeah. I'm not sure any of them were decent penalty shouts. I think they could have been given a couple of them, but yeah. nah, they weren't mm. Weren't that big penalty shouts. So I did a post on Owls Talk, um, and I said that, ironically, I don't know if it's ironically or not, um, but I put, the, the defeat against Derby could actually have done Carlos a bit of a favour in respect of the of how it happened and the circumstances under which it happened. Mm. Um, meaning that everyone kind of came together after that four minutes and uh, the sending off. And it, I felt there was a bit online and then all on the chat afterwards and stuff, it seems to have bonded everyone together with the referee decisions and um, all the decisions that went against us and just the bad luck and the, the just the Sheffield Wednesdayness of it, of 
hope that Lubins <laughs> came back and got sent off after four minutes. Uh, that it actually helped Carlos a little bit in terms of just taking a little bit of the heat off. Yeah. Um, simply because everyone's like, literally everything's going against us right now. Yeah, yeah. And as well, I think probably even more so than the previous game, the referee was terrible. Yeah, and, and the linesman. Yeah, and the referee got the blame for the pre- previous game, but yeah. um, not so much this game, yeah. but it was awful. Yeah, so I think, um, in, if anything, it could have it could have helped just take a little bit of heat off, which means that we've got a week now to concentrate on the Barnsley game and come out having a proper go at it and see if what Carlos is saying is going to pan out, that all these players, he's saying in the dressing room and on the training ground, his players are proper up for this. They're really up for it. Yeah. We just didn't get the right opportunity to see that in this game because of, obviously, the early sending off, but who knows what could have transpired. I've seen a lot of the usual comments of he's lost the dressing room, but I'm not seeing any evidence of that. You can usually tell when a, a manager has... It's just the easy go-to statement, isn't it? The, the easy go-to like phrase that people use because they're lazy. Um, but yeah, he's lost the dressing room. I, I don't see that as, mm. as much like publicly. I don't know. I'm not sure. You, you never know what's happening with everything else. I don't want to get into it, but like everything yeah. else at the club, meaning that there's an, an atmosphere and an environment that, that Carlos and the players are, are, are trying to get on with, um, as a football club, despite that, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, so you, you just don't know. I don't know. Who knows what? what's going on but all the vibes that are coming out of Hillsborough aren't good for me regardless of what you just said about you know not losing the dressing room or whatever yeah. I think there's aspects and there's players that are unhappy for uh, sure there's, I think the problems are much more indicative of the club as a whole yeah. than just the one Carlos problem yeah and I, I, were, I came on to this podcast determined not to make it as critical and negative as the last one because it was just an hour and a half rant but <laughs> but you know it, it's, a, it's tough at the moment and backs are against the wall and we've got to turn it round fast um, Carlos insists that we're still going to get promotion this season he absolutely insists he says I believe it I don't know how much of that he actually does believe but he's saying he's saying from what he sees on the training ground and stuff that uh, he believes that the players are up for it and they're going to get promoted but on that we're literally what five points away from the playoff places yeah so uh, I think we're six points off playoffs and five oh, off relegation five off relegation yeah um, yeah it's um, I, I, I don't know I, th- I think he says that we can get promotion. I don't think a lot of the fan base are with him on that. No, I don't. Because I think uh, someone said that we need automatic promotion form now to um, to get back to where we should be. Yeah. We've scored, on the plus side, we've scored one more goal than the same time last year. Does that help? It helps if you don't look at the other side of that coin. <laughs> <laughs> that We've conceded 32% of our um, goals against us in the first 10 minutes of games. Yeah, that's, that's shocking. That's shocking. That's a statistic that I think <coughs> someone needs to write down on a piece of paper and post to Carlos yeah just in case he's not spotted it but uh, 30, 30, so let's look at that again 32% of all goals that we've conceded are in the first 10 minutes of, of play what does that tell us about preparation for the match and how we're setting up well, the games um, I think it was Rob Statton that asked either Rob Statton or Andy Giddings asked, yeah, asked, <laughs> asked Carlos that exact question are you getting and he just seems to deflect that question away a little bit for me he's also deflected the question of 
he's he's always said that we're no less attacking than in his first season here, and I yeah. absolutely disagree with that. Yeah, I disagree with that too. I disagree with that. It, but he'll point to the we scored more goals and etc. Do you know what I mean? But it's just I don't know, it, not as entertaining. Mm, yeah, I, I, I'm just not too sure. There's definitely something that's that's there, and like you say, it feels like it's more indicative of the club as a whole and not necessarily just Carlos and the way he's setting up the for the matches. Owls talk. Telling Bez to F off since 2002. Viv Anderson. You remember Viv Anderson? Yep. Girl's name. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking about it earlier, uh, just before we started the podcast. It's like, Viv. Thanks for that. Wasn't he the first million pound black player? Don't know. I believe he was. Fair enough. Owlstalk.co.uk. Home of the Cretans. So you mentioned Viz- Viv Anderson, not Viz. Vivian. Viz Anderson. Vivian. V- Vivian Westwood and Anderson. I watched it, before I came out, I watched a documentary on Psycho and Vivian Lee. Oh, yeah. Vivian Lee, uh, same name as Viv Anderson. <laughs> Except for Lee. Where are you going with this? No, it's just a weird coincidence, isn't it? Or, unless. No. Unless, no, that's not unless, a coincidence. Unless, unless, that, unless that made me think of Viv Anderson as I walked across to your house. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. When walking through the park has made you think of Viv Anderson yeah well I didn't I walked through the bin sheds which is like it, they stunk and all like real bad oh yeah they do smell quite yeah, they do after the weekend it's much quicker though than walking around through the park yeah much um, quicker <laughs> yeah I completely forgot my train of thought now Viv um, so Viv, Viv Anderson you mentioned Viv Anderson yeah um, Carlton Palmer's been doing a lot of talking recently hasn't he well yeah <laughs> just, 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 just in life generally <laughs> Yeah, he has been doing a lot of talking, yeah. <laughs> um, no, he's been chipping in uh, and having his say on how things are at the minute. So he said that he woke up this morning to find out that Wednesday had lost, which is like, what was he doing? <laughs> what was he doing from when we kicked off to when he woke up this morning? Does he still live in Dubai? I don't know. I know he's been around here a lot, and also the reason why he's, uh, we've heard a lot of him is that he's been releasing a book. Yeah. He's got his book out. Yeah. Now, just on that subject, um, on Facebook, Facebook at the moment, if you go onto facebook.com stroke owls talk or slash owls talk, I'm gonna stroke owls talk. Yeah, um, we're doing a competition at the moment, which is just dead simple. Uh, just go on there, just like and share the post, and uh, you've been with a chance of winning Carlton Palmer's autobiography, which is called mm, That's How It Is or something. It's a terrible title, whatever it is. Is it That's How It Is? That's How It Was? Something like that. That's how it should be. Crap title. Yeah, I, I imagine it's a very good book because he was quite the personality. Yeah, so uh, we just decided to to give a copy away on Facebook just for a laugh. I can't believe I just said quite the personality. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't take the piss out of me. I missed it. I missed it because <laughs> I was nodding off. Um, um, yeah, so he's got his book out. and Which we're giving away on Facebook. If you go to facebook.com <laughs> slash Owlstalk. Sl- yes, stroke Owlstalk. <laughs> if you stroke Owlstalk, and you it's can the, win a book. It's the pinned thread on there. So go on to that now whilst you're listening to this and enter that competition and you could win a copy of the autobiography by Colton Palmer. And when does that... Uh, Finishes the next Sunday. Next Sunday, good. Going to give it a week. Because this is going to take some right editing. It gonna might give take it a, a week. week to edit this <laughs> to something decent. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Steve breakfast update Boil egg So what do you want to talk about next then Neil? Um, we'll talk about Carlton Palmer Oh yeah you started talking about Carlton Palmer Well you stopped <laughs> I was like what's, what's going to no, say You, you about? carried on going on about you. We've got a competition on <laughs> No no we, we So what did he say? He woke up this morning so, Oh yeah so he, so he said woke up this morning So he must be in Dubai or glad, somewhere Glad he woke up this morning So he woke up this morning and saw that Wednesday had lost 
and said, enough is enough. That's the final straw. Carlos has got to go now. Oh. Mm. So that, that's... Um, we've had Michael Vaughan put yep. his hand in the uh, hat in the ring. Yeah. Uh, Carlton Palmer now. Yeah. Who's going to be next? Sean Bean. David Hurst. Well, yeah. Um, Michael Palin. Maybe. Joe Cocker. I'm not so sure that Sean Bean would uh, have uh, much to say about it. No, that's true. He'd go like, oh, I'm Sean Bean. <laughs> Can you do Sean Bean? Do Sean Bean. <laughs> you can't. United. United. That's, that's actually the first one wasn't that bad. Thanks. Um, that when Saturday comes, do you remember that? Why don't you get an O2 SIM card? Because it's cheap. How's that? I hate O2. I've just moved from there. Have you? Yeah. Mm. Not not to do with Sean Bean either. I should have moved years ago when he started. I'm not getting an iPhone 10. I'm not, not. I'm not. Just not. Thanks. Okay. Owlstalk.co.uk Home of the Cretins. Do you want to fight, Neil? Yeah, might as well. I think uh, it's the latest thing. Yeah. So, photographs in the Sheffield Star today of this kid with a blue tracksuit top on, wanging a punch or pulling someone's hair at the at the match. Or pulling someone's hair? It looks like he's pulling someone's hair, yeah. All right, it looked like a punch to me. But I've looked at that picture, and for context, that looks like something's been going on before that. Yeah, yeah, Because there's does. loads of stewards there. There wouldn't be yeah. stewards in, in a gangway like that. Plus, Steve Ellis, the club photographer, wouldn't be taking photos unless something had kicked off before that so yeah. we don't know who threw the first punch but sadly that kid with the did you hear my voice then? <laughs> I was breathing like Darth Vader that. Um, so this kid with a blue tracksuit top on uh, has got caught lobbing a punch at a fellow Sheffield Wednesday fan yeah but that's apparently one of several bouts of fighting that happened throwing a chair so someone got hit by a chair and had to leave the game so like they were at the match what? I've yeah. not heard this yeah so, um, so um, one of our fans picked a chair up busted chair picked the chair up and wanged it forward and it hit one of our own fans on the back of the shoulder and it was that bad he had to go on leave the game unbelievable throwing flares at each other I saw, saw reports of that it's, it's wicked I've, I've never ever been more embarrassed as a Wednesday fan than when we played Rochdale a few years ago and our fans were ripping off the advertising hoardings at the back of the stand like Leeds United did on the West Stand once yeah and, and then started throwing them down to our fans but like hitting our fans on the back of the head and stuff yeah, not clever. So yeah, it's like I, w- I was in the opposite stand that day, and it was uh, quite embarrassing. I'd be just like, I'd be like, You're just, just stop it like that. Can't do that. Can't do that. Yeah, so um, Steve agrees, you can't do that. So Tim Westwood sees it, doesn't he? And uh, yeah. he goes to applaud the fans at the end of the game, and the fans obviously tell him a few choice things about how the team's playing because the players don't know how bad they're playing at the moment and what the results are like so they, <laughs> it's, it's, I'm just thankful to our fans that they shout and, and just call them over nicely and just politely explain we could do with picking up in the next few games you know excuse me kind sir yes can we have a, a little comfy about your performance today and uh, and so Westwood went over and had a discussion with some fans that apparently was quite cordial and uh, he said you know we agree it's not good enough we'll pick it up but what is he supposed to say and why are the fans saying that to him in the first place he knows it he's just lost 2-0 yeah uh, he's mental I don't get it I do not understand it I don't understand why fans anyone who's ever played football knows how you feel after losing a game yeah that, that could have could have been the positive thing that bound everybody together you know like Leuven's getting sent off could have actually been spun positively like it could have bonded
bonded everyone together yeah. and been the turning point, yeah, the catalyst for uh, better performances going forward. Yeah, um, and then fans start having to go at the players, yeah, in person, and it kind of ruins. And on Twitter, um, on but Twitter. didn't Adam Reach have some choice words to say back to someone? Apparently, I think he give a hand gesture as well, which is like, but Reach is the latest uh, scapegoat yeah. player, and yeah. I think it used to be Keenan Lee. It's been Barry Bannon before. Yeah. It was Lewis know. Buxton for about six years. <laughs> it was, yeah. Bless him. <laughs> um, you know, so, um, I don't know. In in retrospect, it's very rare that the Wednesday fans pick on a, on a scapegoat that turns out to be as bad as what they say. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Lewis Buxton were fine. He was all right. He, that, like, particularly towards like the last few years of that, he was probably our most consistent he most, player. He was most consistent. So, it's Adam Reach at the moment. And, uh, you know, things aren't good. Sending the players back into the dressing room, having given them a mouthful, what's that going to do? Nothing. Nothing. No. no. But so, so, so people pay their money and they've got the right to say what they want to say. Mm, fair play. But um, Westwood had his had his uh, a little bit of a response on Twitter just saying, look, things aren't good. We know that. We're working to try and make it right. Get behind us, support us, but pack it in, fighting amongst yourselves. Yeah, I think that was the most salient point of it is that Westwood was saying, um, you know, that families and kids and women and stuff go to games and yeah. people are fighting around them and chucking flares and whatever. Yeah. Um so stop it. Just stop it. Just just stop it. Tack it in. Gear. Get to bed. <laughs> no tea for you. <laughs> You're having shit on a stick. <laughs> Shit. Angry and mad that is. Oh, shit with sugar on. Do you remember that? What you having for tea? Shit with sugar. What you what we having for tea, mum? Shit with sugar on. You having shit with sugar on? <laughs> what? Are we really? I, I remember going to the beach once and you refusing to eat some sandwiches. Yeah, because it had sand in it. I remember that, and I'm about five, and I can still remember it. <laughs> it, had, it had sand on the bread. I'm not eating sand. I just not. I, I don't go to the beach. I like beach. It's it's rubbish. Beach in like abroad is really cool. No, it's not. Beach in it's England. Sand. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Well, it's all right. You're basically like, wading through little particles that just get it all in your feet. In Blackpool, and... you're wading through tampons, <laughs> used <laughs> panty pads, and toilet roll that's been semi-circumcised. And that's just on a pub crawl. It is, yeah. <laughs> that's just who you pull. <laughs> we'll not go into that again this week, either. <sighs> what do you mean? Again, that's another flashback to last week. I have literally no idea what you're on yeah. about. Um, so, yeah, back to fighting. Stop it. Okay, that's well summarised. <laughs> <laughs> We'd let it go to shit. That's the summary. <laughs> As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. 
And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. <laughs> Owlstalk.co.uk Where football chat comes last. I've been um, going to the cinema again. Okay. Yeah. I, I do think, and there's only one IMAX screen in Sheffield, isn't there? But yeah. I do think that they should show football on IMAX 3D. How wicked would that be? It'd be amazing. It, it can't. Well, you can show it, upscaled. Um, but IMAX is a bit of a, a misnomer. I don't care. I love it. I absolutely love it. It's just it's just like a big cinema screen, but biggest. <laughs> so I, that's why I love it. It's I just love bigger-er. it. bigger I absolutely love it. And um, I think that if you sit on the front row, of IMAX it seems even bigger of course it does because yeah, but, you're closer to it well but I just love it I absolutely love it so yeah I've seen I've seen three or four movies this week which I'll review now for you um, in, in five words or less for each one Blade Runner 2049 again yeah we again, talked no, about that last week yeah. oh did we oh, <laughs> yeah. Blade Runner is awesome in IMAX it's fantastic I don't know if it's still on IMAX now I think they've changed it over um, so I went to see that I went to see The Mountain Between Us which is Idris Elba and Kate Winslet Oh right, yeah, I've and the, seen that. the crash on a mountain. Yeah. By far the worst film of the last thirty years. No exaggeration. I'm not kidding. Right? Really? Not kidding. Yep. Not kidding. I sat through bits of Dad's Army right, before I walked out. <laughs> walked out of that. Uh, absolutely fabulous. Lasted eight minutes. This one, I lasted until about 10 minutes before the end, and I, and only because I had nothing else to do that day. Maybe the ending was brilliant. No, it was just, what happened there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it was just literally the worst film I've ever seen in 30 years, wow. which would cover most movies. And what what else have you seen then? Dad's Army. No, I mean this week. Oh, uh, you said you'd seen five or something. Yeah, but uh can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. I'm not sure it's the beer that, that makes you forget things. I think you just forget things. So I've seen Battlestar, not Battlestar Galactica. Um, <laughs> how strong is this, Fosters? <laughs> These podcasts are getting drunker and drunkier. You. Um, but so Blade Star, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Brave Star. Brave Star. The cartoon. So bra- no, I didn't see that. Um, <laughs> Battlestar. What's it called? Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Awesome. Really awesome. Have I said that before? Yeah. I watched the original one the other night, too. Yeah. Because I've not seen the new one yet. The new one's awesome. Uh, so like, it's really good. So there's that. And then I saw The Mountain Between Us. And then I seen some... Oh, I saw It. I finally saw It. Oh, God. I saw It. And it, it was... I left it this long because I didn't want to get go and see it when the hype was happening. Yeah. Uh, and it's actually really good. Really, really good. It's not. It's, it's I like not. It. I like it's it. It's a bang average film. It's great. Over overinflated. I really enjoyed it. It stops halfway through for a montage of cleaning a bag. Bathroom. Oh yeah, I mean, I remember you mentioning that. But there it's is a horrendous re- for that bit. No, I like that. 
because uh, uh, just as it starts to get going, like it's built up all this tension, and then it stops, and they have a montage of kids cleaning a bathroom, which would never have happened anyway. It wouldn't a silly bang advert. It wasn't a silly bang advert. Bang, and the it is gone. <laughs> 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 genuinely think definitely watch it again that it done in that format with that kind of cast and, and the way they've done it I think that that will ruin season 2 of Stranger Things oh yeah well I've, I don't think that's going to be any good anyway Geostorm I was going to see yesterday but then I read the reviews and I might just go and see it for the laugh because it is apparently the honestly it's been You, in fact I won't just, everybody just go and read the reviews it's hilarious the reviews are hilarious right there's um, I've never read reviews as bad I've been watching ever. a lot of YouTube recently and I've seen a lot of people reviewing um, the Emoji movie oh yeah like, do you remember that was out earlier this year? Yeah. The reviews for that film are hilarious. Are they? They're brilliant. It's supposedly just basically a two-hour-long advert for lots of things. Is it? Yeah. Fair play. To, to the point where, like, the character apparently gets stuck in, like, um, in the Candy Crush saga screen. Oh, yeah. And, like, they have to help him out by completing a Candy Crush level. This sounds like something that someone significantly younger than myself might appreciate. Yeah, if you're three. Yeah. And that's the movie roundup. <laughs> I can't wait for the, the disaster artist. What's that? It's the um, it's the behind the scenes kind of like parody of the making of the room, which is one of the worst films ever made. Mm. The best worst film ever made. Have you seen that one that's coming out? That's uh... oh, gone again. <laughs> this, is, this is a disaster. This is the best movie review show ever. <laughs> no, look, wait. It's, I can't wait um, for our spin-off movie podcast. Uh, <laughs> wait a minute. Uh, wait. Thirteen minutes of the spin-off movie podcast is going to be you. Oh, it's uh, it's Andy Kaufman and Jim Carrey. Oh, Man on the Moon. No, no. Have you seen it? It's it's, um, it's a full ninety-minute oh, film I've about seen... him going into character. Yeah, I've seen adverts for it. And then not being able to get out of character after. Mm. And then his girlfriend. And then killing his girl. Yeah, allegedly. allegedly. Um, I also last night watched Manchester by the Sea. Oh, just the title. <laughs> the title. Just is the title up. alone makes me. It makes it sound like a drama along the lines of Schindler's List meets Coronation Street. It's a lot like that. See, I am the greatest movie critic. <laughs> I keep saying it, but I am the it, greatest. It is movie. genuinely a brilliant movie. Yeah, but it's, it's very somber. The title and nothing really happens. Oh, I like them films sometimes where nothing happens. Yeah, and it's got Casey Affleck in it, who's apparently. A, bit, a big piece of shit in Hollywood, but who's that? It's Ben Affleck's brother. Oh, I don't know him. Can you imagine having such family issues where your best thing about you is that your brother's Batman? Exactly, and a crap Batman. He's, mm, he's the, crap, know he's the crappiest Batman ever. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> he's, the, he's the crappiest Batman. Crappiest he's Batman. A, he's the best Batman. He's the crappiest Batman. That's amazing. Is he? It? He's been in crap Batman films, but what's your superpower? I'm rich. It's like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Stupid Batman. Uh, anyway. We've let it go to shit. Owlstalk.co.uk Proof that giving the general public a voice is a really bad idea. The phone's ringing, Neil. Oh, okay. Phone's ringing. Okay. But let's um, let's get Jeffs to answer it. Okay. Hey. Can you tell our store members yeah. that the real LA do not bring the bats into the ground? 
Do not bring what? The bag. No bags into the ground? Yeah, it's just Saturday. It's just announced it's just a late. Just in case there are any terriers. Any who? Terriers type late. Oh, terrorists. Yeah. Oh, is that how they told you not to bring any bags then? Yeah, it says it on the website, that was just phoning you up to let you know. Oh, cheers, mate. Steve's Tea Update. Cornish pasty. Good news, Neil. The kit's now available. Excellent. Uh, that's good. That is good. Nobody's going to buy it. Or are they? People still buy it. Of course Do they will. Some people... I think people will buy it for the kids because the kids want it. Yeah. Do you understand the argument of, I'm not going to buy it, but my kids are begging me for it and they want it so bad, so I'm going to buy it. Yeah. Do you understand the one way it's like? It's so much money, I can't afford it, but my kids are begging me for it, so I'm going to buy it. If you can't afford it, you can't afford it. Don't buy it. Yeah. That's, that's It's like anything. If you can't... It's like buying... like getting a loan or a credit card or whatever if you can't afford it don't get it that's why I'm not getting an iPhone 10 it's very expensive I can afford it but I don't want to spend that much money on a phone it is very expensive it is it's like 70 quid a month and then the only insurance. kind of half rational justification is there's a phone and you use it every single day yeah. all the time yeah it's very expensive I might get one then and it's glass all the way around so you will need insurance for it yeah go on a tangent immediately again. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ almighty. New York Owls don't have this issue, do they? <laughs> the Americanos. What are they called? Owls Americast. That's it. Americanos, I'm going to call them. You came up with a great idea for them. What's that? That They should get drunk and call it the Owls Merrycast. When did I do that? Last week? Yeah. All oh, right, yeah. okay. <laughs> I listened to episode two of the Americanos. I've not Americanos. Yet. It was good. Good again. Good they got again. blue jeans and chinos. Yeah. In the land of the free. And backseat and Oreos. Is that right? Not a clue. No. We've lost the audience. <laughs> You've lost me. <laughs> Holly Johnson did um, a celebrity prediction and he said that we were going to win 3-1 yesterday on House Talk before the game. Really? Yeah, so there's a new feature on housetalk.co.uk. Um, just before the game, uh, an 80s pop star is going to predict the outcome of the match. Wow. And it was Holly Johnson this week from Frankie Goes to Hollywood and he said 3-1. Okay. Is this why you're wearing a Heaven 17 t-shirt? Is Martin Ware going to come out and uh, give we, us prediction should, for the next we, match? We should ask him. We'll ask him to record something on his iPhone 10 and send it to us. Because <laughs> he could afford one. They can, yeah. Produced he, Tina Turner, didn't he? Yeah. What a legend. And Terence Trent Derby. Yeah. And Erasure. Yeah. Wicked. What, what a guy. What a guy. The Outstalk Podcast. Quite literally the worst thing on the internet. So Neil, the good news, the kit's now available in the shop. <laughs> <laughs> We can't use this now because it'll be totally like weird to people. We'll be like, why are they laughing? No, they won't know that we've done it 25 times already while drinking Fosters. Uh, so the new kit's available in the mega store. Uh, there's a limited number before the next delivery arrives. Sheffield Wednesday will keep us up to date as and when those deliveries are going to arrive as well. Yeah, apparently every other day. Every other day. Just like they were going to arrive in July, then August, then September. So are they just... Making 100 and shipping 100, making 100 and shipping 100, or something like that. That's a very expensive way of doing it. But according to like a few people, we've already had a, a bunch in the stockroom waiting for another consignment to come. Mm, yeah. Which uh, somebody took a picture of a DHL truck outside the shop the yeah. other day. Which yeah, they did. seemed to be quite obviously the kit. Yeah. Um, yeah, £59 once this initial offers. We, we had our rant oh. last week about marketing and commercial side and um, the shop. Did we? Yeah, for for an hour. I sound like someone that's not listened to the last podcast. <laughs> you, you were in it. You, yeah, no, that's what I mean. It. That's what I mean. So like, I can sympathise with anyone that's going like, oh, I'm not sure about last week's podcast. I didn't. I missed that one. Yeah. So last week was basically. It, it's a good listen. It's an hour long rant about 
about like everything behind the scenes yeah. at the club because um, it was international break and whatever. Um, yeah, how shitty is is this kit release? It's about as bad as it gets, isn't it? It's like you said last week that you'll not remember. Yeah. You said that um, they should put a discount on the kit. Did I? Yeah. You said like 15 quid off or whatever. Yeah. Like, Which they are doing, tenner off. Doing a ten- It's not though, is it? Is it not? No. Oh, it's gone up? It's, the kit is actually, they've increased the price of the kit. Forgive me for then covering given stuff a discount. That, that we did in last week's podcast. Um, I don't want to repeat it, but the whole thing's a mess. Everything's a mess. Just literally everything is a mess. If you look at every part of the club, it's a mess. Yeah, every part, every single part, <laughs> every bit. The foundation might be the only thing that's still just ticking over. Root to branch. Um, yeah, everything except the uh, the community program, which is apparently doing really well. But yeah, yeah, that's separate. That's a charity. Yeah. So yeah, they, they've uh, they've actually increased the price. Yeah, and then discount discount it on it. So so essentially, uh, it's going to be like six pounds cheaper for a limited period uh, than last season's kit to buy this one. Yeah. And then it goes up to 59 quid, which is the most expensive shirt in the championship. Is it? Yeah. It's up there with, like, Real Madrid. It's ridiculous. Man United and Arsenal. Bearing in mind that it's, so it's not even a, a label. It's yeah. a white-labeled shirt with Elev 8 on it. Yeah, which is, like, it reminds me of uh, Alternate from, like, the 1990s. Oh, yeah. Remember them? Yeah. What did they do? Or MN8. Do you remember MN8? No. I remember Alternate, the, the like, dance the band. The dance band, yeah. MN8. Were like a boy bandy type thing. Oh, that's why I don't remember them. You you hosted a that's gig what, with them, did I? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> yeah. Uh, did, did he sing that I got a little them, something yeah. for yeah, you yeah. is it yeah. they were great I don't remember them I remember that track though it's a good track yeah very good um so yeah, the, the, this kit's in the shop. They've put the price up, and, and they're saying that it was originally fifty nine pounds. We didn't know that. Now reduced. We to didn't know that. Forty nine. It's it's a bit disingenuous. It's potentially false advertising. Um, it's ridiculous. It, Is it though? Because they've not advertised it. Well, they've because advertised they've advertised it through the club channels. They've advertised the old shirt, and it's still on sale now. The old shirt. That that's been reduced. Yeah, that's been reduced. But they, they've, from tomorrow. Yeah, but the uh, yeah. So I've never seen an actual price announced for the shirt until they announced that they got it. Exactly. So how can they say it was originally £59 mm. when it has never been on sale? Yeah, so it's like it's going to be £59 is yeah. more more honest. Yeah, and and they could they could literally just say, you know, for a limited time we're going to have it cheaper. Yeah. But to say originally, it's disingenuous. So there's been numbers bandied around of 10,000 either ordered or predicted to be sold on, on average, but I can't see it getting anywhere near that. Although it's coming up to Christmas, so... I give up kind of predicting the sales of what people are going to buy because I think people are going to buy it. It's a an anniversary kit, so it's it's supposedly got something special about that it. That white one's the anniversary kit for me, the white one, the third kit. Yeah, but in, in 50 years' time, when you're looking back, you'll think, you won't think of the white one. You'll think, oh, they played in like a blue shirt with white Can, can I say like something it. about this anniversary, right? I don't care about it. I never cared it's, about it. I never, I never would have even thought about it if the club hadn't hyped it up. Not that bothered. But it should hype it up. It's only 150. It's not like 500 or 100. It's 150. But that's like plenty more than most other teams. Mm, fair enough. But if you're going to hype it up, get it right. That's it. And again, if you want to listen to the rant about that, get last week's podcast. I'm going to have to listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't actually listened to it. I need to listen to it. Oh, you'll be the only one. Owlstalk.co.uk <laughs> <laughs> Home of the official Owen Morrison fan club.
But we're not just going to slate the club on, on these things. What we're going to do, Neil, is, as Owls Talk, come up with some good marketing ideas. Okay. All right, so th- there's a thread on Owls Talk at the minute. There is. So we pull it up. So the thread is called, What useless idea will the Sheffield Wednesday marketing department think of next? I think that's a nice positive thing yeah. to to do so it's like to give the marketing side of the club some ideas about what Sheffield Wednesday fans not what they want but what they predict could happen yeah uh, can you just started the thread and he says something cutting edge like an iPhone 3 case in time for Christmas <laughs> there you go a limited stock of 16,000 there was one at 89 pounds each <laughs> This this thread is an absolute absolute classic. It's just like properly funny. If if you're not seen it, get onto ourstalk.co.uk, click on the match day section, and look for it. It's it's fantastic. Do you know what? This is actually something that I could see the club doing. Buy a lifetime pie season ticket. Yeah. Give us £10,000 or we'll provide you with a VIP pewter etched pie holder and guaranteed balty pie per match for life. Holder to be returned after the season and pie offer not guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is just basically Club 1867, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. If they did the pie for life thing, I wouldn't trust that I'd get a pie. No. That's how bad it is. Never mind. I wanted to be positive in this podcast. <laughs> I'm there's, not a negative person. There's also a Where's Hursty board game. So find out where our star, fu- star youth player actually is before he leaves in January. <laughs> Please note, board game not available until after Christmas. <laughs> do, do, you think, uh, do you think Georgie Hursty will, will leave in January? I suspect the team may do. Kevin Pressman, should he have got a testimonial? Uh, he was offered one from what I know. He was offered one many years after the fact. Was he? Mm. Mm. So this is a bit of like, um, this is a bit of background on that kind of situation. So he was offered one but not at the time it yeah. was offered one many years after the fact yeah I think during Lee Strafford's time yeah um, the problem is that with a testimonial the club can't be seen to be doing anything about it yeah. so the player has to literally organise everything themselves or get somebody to help them organise it all yeah and then all of the money has to go through the player and all their stuff they pay taxes on it and blah 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 yeah and I think at that time it was just seen as being a bit of a hassle right all around yeah um, but I think basically I think he was offered one but it wasn't when he should have been offered one yeah fair enough if he should have been offered one if he should have been offered one why don't you think he should have been nope <laughs> tune in next week for should he have had a testimonial I wonder who we can have next week I don't know Phil King or oh I'm Phil King <laughs> I should have had a testimonial I'm Barry Bannon I'm Barry Bannon hello it's Oda here alright cheers cunt bye James has gone to the toilet, so I'm going to do some impressions. First one is Vivian Anderson. Hello, I'm Viv Anderson, and you're listening to Test Much Cricket. And now here's Barry Bannon. Hello, I'm Barry Bannon. I'm, I'm Barry Bannon. And then there's... Hello, I'm Carlos Calvillalal. I'm Carlos Calvillalal and Chips. Carlos Calvillalal and Chips. Cheeky monka. Oh, cheeky monka. Cheeky, cheeky monka. <laughs> Hello, you are listening to my thoughts. Hello. Owls talk. Got any stubs, matey? So, James. Yes, Neil. Are there any... Fo- this is from Alan Harper on owlstalk.co.uk. Okay. Are there any footballers who look more like an extra from Grange Hill than Kevin De Bruyne does? <laughs> that's, 
It's actually a very good observation. Very good observation. So, um, are there any footballers who look more like an extra from Grange Hill than Kevin De Bruyne? I think in our time, I think um, Graham Hyde might have uh, yeah. fit that bill back in the day. Yeah. Um, What's the axe that he looks like? Him out of the office, Gareth. Yeah, I forgot his name, but I know what you mean. And then he went on to Pirates of the Peasants or something, didn't he? Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Which is, the first film of Pirates of the Caribbean is a great film. The rest are shit. Yeah, but people still pay for this stuff at Cinema James. Do you know what the biggest grossing film of this year is so far? Go on. I nearly slipped my wrist when I heard The Transformers film. Oh, Jesus. <sighs> so, Neil, if you don't want to buy a £59 or £49 for a limited time only uh, shirt, from the shop you can just buy some Toffs shirts instead yeah you can (laughs) (laughs) which are very similar some of them yeah the 60s one is the 60s one is from Toffs yeah Uh, there's a link on Al's talk if you want to buy one of them but like there's there's all the classic shirts from there from like the 79 to 81 or 82 one which is like the classic blue white stripe one which is ace which is gorgeous yeah the yellow away one from Buckter so if you want stripes back that's the place to go. Yeah, I can't see Stripes returning. I don't even think they'll do a return of the Stripes next season. I just don't see it. No, don't see it. I think he'll. I think he'll. Mister uh, Shanti will carry on with the non non stripy shirts. Do you know one of the most embarrassing thing about the kits like situation? Go on. And this is. I only realised this this week. Really, is that mascots? You know, if you, if you're if you paid to be a mascot or if you're doing it through the community program or whatever. Yeah. You can't run out in the same kit as the players. You have to wear last season's kit at the minute yeah unless you get one when this podcast's out on the monday so we're nearly in november and so far yeah. all the games all the kids and mascots again like uh ozzy and barney have been wearing the old kit still oh jesus <laughs> it's like, you Did, think that they'd have just like went there a competition to, out to design a third mascot recently and that rings a bell yeah yeah i need to have a look and i was talking about like um yeah, I'm, uh, I don't know what just brought you up in my mind, but just, I remember just glancing at something and seeing like design the third mascot. I think it might be another one of them competitions on the official website. Yeah, and this is another thing as well: competitions from the club. Like you get emails about them all around. Like these text competitions. Are we in 1995 or something? Yeah, it's like it's ridiculous. One pound fifty. Like it's preying on like our vulnerable. Yeah, people. It's, it's essentially promoting gambling <laughs> in a lot of senses. <laughs> might have to pass this podcast over lawyers <laughs> before it goes out but i know the club always does promote gambling and they've got betting partners and whatever but i just uh, there's something just horrible and sleazy about a one pound 50 per text competition yeah i don't like that idea at all really don't like that idea and to to send it out on email to everybody and get everybody to do it yeah it's not good it's it's basically like it's pinching pennies like, yeah. so they're not gonna get that much money from it surely no nah. and even if they do then ethically they should be ashamed who's walking into mr chancy his office at the moment going boss 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 I've got another class idea here do you know what I mean mm. put something good out Wednesday sort it out thank you yeah. I'm not going to harp on about it anymore because like uh, I apparently did it last week <laughs> but the one thing we didn't talk about last week yeah. which I think is probably the most successful part of uh, of the whole anniversary year yeah. the cake ball cake ball yeah we completely forgot to mention the, <laughs> the cake ball <laughs> I love the cake ball I, th- I thought the cake ball was it has been the highlight of the entire 
anniversary. It's basically a metaphor for where we are at the minute, isn't it? A collapsing huge cake of like, sugary sweetness. The the kind of idea behind it was all right and good. Yeah. Um. Obviously, you know, got a decent chef at the club now, so let him do something to show show off his skills. Yeah. But then it kind of collapsed a bit. Yeah, it did. Grot bangers trumper. Got uh, a good thread on Owl's talk at the minute. Go on. I literally, you know, when you walk into a room, yeah, you see something really bad, like a car crash happening in front of you. Yeah. And then you just walk straight out of it. Yeah. That's me in this thread. Go on. The Weinstein thread in the dressing room. I've not seen it. Oh my god. It's it's basically people... It originally started just to discuss the Harvey Weinstein sexual assault allegations and sexual abuse in Hollywood. Every time you say his name, I can't think of anything but wine gums because I had some wine gums, right? Yeah. I I think I had them at the cinema. And get this right, I bought some nachos and a large drink, and that's like seven quid. And then I bought some wine gums, which were £3.20. So your unlimited card is costing in you like eleven pounds every time you go to the cinema. Yeah, because I went to the cinema before I bought it, and now I'm going like four times a day, spending twelve pounds each one. I'm actually spending like one hundred and sixty pound a week on cinema. They're genius, aren't they? <laughs> no, no, it's, genius. It's that you're stupid. Genius. It's it's definitely that you're stupid. Mm. So yeah, there's a thread about Harvey Weinstein wine gums on the dress in the dressing room section, which you have to be registered and log in to see. Yeah. Um, and it started discussing the sexual assault allegations. Yeah, and then it turned into several, several, not just one or two, several people essentially victim blaming, saying like they know what they're getting into in that industry and stuff. And it's like literally, like I, I went in something like four pages in, read the first couple of pages, and just went, nope, Jesus, not having that's anything bit heavy. to do with that. That's a bit heavy, isn't it? Like these people exist among us. You think that's bad? Wine gums are made out of animals. They are, yeah. They're made out of animals. So well, when a you... lot of things you eat are, yeah, but. Like, wine gums especially so like they're especially made out of animals so when you go and buy a bag of wine gums you're actually eating some dead cow gut yeah but if you're eating a steak you're actually eating dead cow yeah but you know that wine gums are deceptive you think you're having some wine and you get some like dead cow gut it's not wine (laughs) well how how was I drunk then when I had them I was blooded at the cinema having a right laugh on my own. I bet you were. So were you swimming on that floor as well, <laughs> <laughs> and, and thinking you were Christ? I am Christ. <laughs> So, wine gums, just, that's the worst of all the sweets to have at the cinema, isn't it? At least no, they're soft and chewy. They're so, soft and chewy. So they're quiet. Yeah, but the bag does make a, a noise. Yeah, any bag will, though. Yeah. At well, least you don't get a crunch of eating them. That is true. I usually have M&Ms. Well, the shell on an M&M and the colouring on that is made from dead beetles. What? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, dead beetles. Such a liar. I don't believe that. It is. Nope. Honestly. Nope. You, nope. you should research this fact. I have nachos piled up with jalapeno and two lots of cheese sauce. Oh, the cheese sauce is horrible. We're back on the movies thing again. Yeah. The cheese sauce was mega before they changed suppliers. No, the cheese sauce is horrible. It has to be salsa. A couple of scoops of salsa. And extra jalapenos. Yeah. Owlstalk.co.uk Home of the Cretins. Here's a random fact for you. Bruce Grobelar, who used to play for Liverpool, who was like a European champion winning goalkeeper, actually played for Sheffield Wednesday. Yes. Not many people know that. Yeah, and, I did. But I saw him I saw him in person playing in golf for us in a reserves game at Hillsborough. Mm, I, re- I remember him at Hillsborough, yeah. So, tune in next week for another fun fact. <laughs> this is the Alstor Podcast. 
if you're listening to this, yeah. then it means that I've managed to edit this down into something like reasonable. So visit us at www.owlstalk.co.uk. Yeah. Just do that. Um, and Subscribe if, to this podcast. And yeah. Leave Subscri- us a review. Yes. Like. Maybe comment, maybe review. don't leave us a review yet. Wait until like <laughs> we're we're back in the swing of this podcast business uh, in a couple of podcasts, and then you can leave us a review. People will not notice. We'll edit it into something that's ten minutes long and. Like reasonable, yeah, fair, okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> we do that again, yeah. So, visit us at hang on, clap, then you know where the edit is. We're not videoing it. <laughs> <laughs> visit us at owlstalk.co.uk, uh, the forum, and register. If you're not registered as a member there, just join. It's free. Come and join us, and then you can post stuff. Um, and visit us at Facebook as well, facebook.com stroke owlstalk, where you will be able to win an Obama. Bu- uh, <laughs> fucking now. What's going on? Oh, I can't get marijuana out of my head. Carlton Obama. Carlton Palmer. Imagine if Carlton Palmer was the President of the United States. <laughs> Oh dear. Can't be any worse than what we got. I think we should invade Iraq. <laughs> That's how Carlton Palmer talked. Again. So visit us at ourstalk.co.uk, join the forums, register on there, become a member so you can post crazy thoughts and stuff like that, like everybody else, instead of just reading it. Uh, visit us at facebook.com slash owlstalk, where you can win a Carlton Palmer book yes. this week. And go across to iTunes and like and comment and review and rate and say that we're five stars. One of the things that we are doing on the website at the moment is we're going to be doing uh, giveaways pretty much every week now uh, on an ongoing basis so each week we'll be giving stuff away we tried to give away a book um, a Sheffield Wednesday history you know the history of Sheffield Wednesday book yeah uh, we tried to give that away but the winner didn't want it <laughs> the winner didn't want it so we uh, he's like I don't really read books it's like what you enter it for then <sighs> so that was my first competition I've ever done <laughs> First competition I've ever done on House Talk. First giveaway ever. And the winner didn't want the prize. What, what because did he have to do to win it? Just write something down about his memory about Sheffield Wednesday. I basically said, whoever's... Just post a memory about Sheffield Wednesday, like your most emotional match. Right. And he did, and he won it. And then it was a competition to win a book. So I said, oh, you've won. Like, uh, I'll send you the... <laughs> I'll send you the book. He's like, oh, no, don't. I don't really read books. Great. I know. Why enter then? <laughs> Why win it? I don't know. So we're going to be doing competitions and giveaways anyway, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, please enter, enter if you want to win. <laughs> enter if you want to win the prize. Uh, but we'll be, we'll be giving away all sorts from uh, shirts to whatever we can find, really, that's Sheffield Wednesday related. Yeah, shirts will be available in the year 2022. What I thought about doing is getting a shirt and doing a review tomorrow. Like a video review. Oh, yeah. Which do would it. be interesting. Might do that for the hours because we're on Hours Talk. YouTube.com slash Hours Talk. New video channel that's opening up. I might do it on there. <coughs> Go on, do it. I might do. So, yeah. Um, bye, everybody. See you later. Bye bye. This is the Hours Talk podcast. I've got this mad spot near my bum. <laughs> Right. It's, right. it's really painful and it keeps like oh it's right painful so it's not piles no look look oh no <laughs> yeah but look no look. no how bad will it be if you don't look and then and it turns out to be something I'd die from I did glance as you thrust it into my eyes I think it, that's, that's I think, horrendous I think it's bad there should be laws against that smile <laughs> It looks like teeth. My arsehole looks like teeth. (laughs) 
Oh, Jesus. That's horrendous. That's my own. Stop it. Stop it. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.